some people have seen where God has brought you from. You don't really understand it. They don't know your story. You don't know my story. You don't know the things. You don't know the things that I've come through. You cannot imagine.
Good afternoon and welcome to the first episode of Spiritual Fortitude. I am Dr. Angela Kennel, your host, and I'm so grateful that you decided to join me today. Spiritual Fortitude, I'm sure that you're wondering exactly what exactly is that? Well, I'll explain it to you. It's simple. It's just the enablement to withstand adversity using your faith, your faith, your personal faith in Jesus Christ. That's all it is. And what brought you through? Spiritual fortitude. That's exactly what it is. Um, the one thing that I do want you to understand about this podcast is that uh, it's all about relationship and not religion here. I will never press that on you. Um, in my personal opinion, religion is man-made. However, relationship is what we're supposed to have with God. It's all about you and him and what he has for you, what he commands for you to do, and really what your purpose is in life. It's all through him. Um, your life is not your own. You are here for a reason. And that one reason is the main purpose that you're supposed to fulfill. So when it comes to spiritual fortitude, I won't beat you down with a Bible. Um, the one thing about uh, your walk with God is that it's all about you and him and your purpose. I don't ever want you to walk here and feel like you're not adequate enough, that you haven't done enough, that you're not good enough, that you've got to do this, that, and the third for God to love you. Let me let you know right now, and you'll hear me say it all the time, God loves you relentlessly. He loves you with no conditions. You can't do anything. You can't say anything that's going to make him love you any more or any less. He created you. He loves you. He wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you. That's not him. That's the enemy. That's another whole conversation, though. But uh, today, uh, we're going to just have a good time and focus on uh, one of the main things that I wanted to do with this podcast, and that's to expose you um, to individuals from all walks of life who actually had to press forward using spiritual fortitude in order to get through some dire situations in their lives. Um, the one thing that I've come to understand is that you're not alone. What you're dealing with, somebody else has dealt with it too. You're never alone. There's nothing so bad that you can't come out of it. Don't ever feel that way. Ever. All right? So with that being said, again, um, let me say this again. I'm Dr. Angela Kennel for those of you that aren't familiar with me. But uh, I am an author, an ordained minister, an educator, and uh, just uh, somebody that loves the Lord. And I just want to share his love with the world. And... Um, and just make it a better place. Just make a mark that cannot be erased. So with that being said, I can tell you more about myself. We have plenty of time. Uh, Spiritual Fortitude will be around, I hope, for a very long time. But I do want to um, just give a shout out right now to 102.6, The Situation. I'm here at the studio uh, live on Mars Brown College's campus. And uh, I just want to say that I am excited and grateful and humbled to be embraced by the Situations Media Entertainment family. 
Um, and that's including Jarvis Jordan, Robert Green, and Johnny Prince. Thank you guys so much for your encouragement and your love. I appreciate it. This is a dream come true for me. I've had this um, on my radar for like five years. And to see it actually come to, come to fruition is um, outstanding. So thank you guys so much. Um, now, uh, let me get to my special guest today. Uh, his name is Vincent Austin. And uh, we call him Spoon. He's my homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, hails from uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. But he moved to Dawson, Georgia, Terrell County. Shout out to Terrell County. Um, he came uh, when they were kids. Uh, I remember when it was uh, Vincent and his sisters, Sharif and uh, Terry. Terry mm -hmm. was my classmate. But uh, I uh, am very fortunate to have been friends with them uh, for years. And so when it was time to actually come up with um, a guest, for my first episode, Holy Spirit told me flat out, call Vincent Austin, call Spoon, he'll come. And uh, I'm just so grateful to God. His yes was an immediate yes. And uh, it just warms my heart to have him here. His story is compelling and life-changing. And I can't wait for him uh, to give his testimony. So I'm going to just give a little bit of information about Vincent and then I'll bring him in. So Vincent... Austin is a polarizing motivational speaker and the founder of Austin Talks. With over 20 years experience in public speaking, Vincent's mission is to motivate, encourage, impact, and inspire people of all ages to believe that they can achieve the impossible. His courageous service in the United States, Navy during Operation Desert Shield Storm. You over there, Fed? Okay, earned him the rank of third class petty officer and an honorable discharge in 1992. His storied academic and athletic abilities led to his attendance at Clark Atlanta University. And I'm going to stop it right there because that goes into his testimony. And I want him to, nobody can tell your story like you can. So I'm going to allow him to do that. So right now, I want everybody to welcome my guest, Vincent Austin. Welcome to Spiritual Fortitude. Hey, thank you for having me. Oh, man. I'm, my heart is about to jump out of my chest because I'm so excited That's to right. have you here. I appreciate it. Now, I have a question for you before we get into um, everything. Okay. How was it for you when you moved from New Jersey to Georgia? It was a culture shock. I'm sure. It was, uh, instead of a loaf of bread, y'all would say light bread. <laughs> instead of uh, Captain Crunch and Frosted Flakes, everything was Corn Flakes. Uh, and it was just, I never found where Yonder was. So it, it was, it was, and they was talk, telling me I talked funny and I just knew everybody else talked funny. Oh my God. So it was a culture, it, it, was, it was a good thing because it slowed us down. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it was a good thing. Glad, so, glad my mom did that. Oh, yeah. Man, you, you have a huge family, though. A bunch of us. Really huge family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. So when you heard y'all for the first time. Uh, I just thought it was a group of people that didn't know any better. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's all. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I just classified them as a group of people that didn't know any better. Who is y'all? But the crazy part is you you fit in so well, though. 
It's a balance. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, and that's your spirit, though. Mm -hmm. Never, never any drama, confusion, fun loving. I just remember that. You you fit in pretty well, man. Easy to make friends. Never met a stranger. Yeah. And that's always been you Mm -hmm. ever since I've known you. Um, the one thing I do want to, um, yeah, <laughs> the one thing that I, I, I do want everybody to know is that, um, you, uh, you play basketball. Yes. Just a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. Well, I've, it was always been a love and a passion, mm-hmm. you know, always desired to play, pro- play ball and go uh, play professional basketball. And, um, it was just the love of the game, you know, especially when you're down in Terrell County yeah. and that's one of the things that we're known for. Right. We produce stellar basketball players. Oh yes. And I've always wanted to go division one, but it didn't go turn out that way. It, I just lucked up really. Cause I went to go pick up my sister uh, from Fort Valley mm-hmm. one weekend. And I just asked her who were some of the basketball players. Uh-huh. And so I met a couple of guys and I asked them, where's the coach's office? Went to the coach office. Um, I told them I wanted to try out, mm-hmm. and they was actually in the midst of playing. And I went to the gym, showed out, and signed a scholarship that day. That's right. So it happened just that quick. Yeah, you were a wildcat for a minute. For, hot, for out, just one year. Shout out to Fort Valley State <laughs> University, Wildcats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. So what got you? To leave Fort Valley State to come to Clark Atlanta. My coach transferred. And ah. yeah, he transferred from Fort Valley to Clark because he's a former Clark Atlanta University. He's alum, an alum at Clark as well. Okay. And I wanted to stay at Fort Valley because I met so many uh, great people, my teammates, mm-hmm. you know, but it came down to a decision that I needed to make for myself. Right. And so I stayed that first year mm-hmm. and then I transferred my sophomore year and then went through it after that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, so up here at Clark Atlanta, came a Panther. How was that? It was wonderful. Really? Been, one of the best ex- college is pretty much the best experience of your life. Yes. You get to find out who you are. Yes. You get to uh, you get you get past those things that you may call identity crisis. Absolutely. And you just move forward. You know, mm-hmm. it's a great experience and it helps grow you grow you up. Right. Oh my ears! I don't want to stay on my ears. <laughs> no, I got a big head. But okay. That's true. <laughs> You didn't have to agree with me, Spo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so you playing basketball up here, Clark mm-hmm. Atlanta University. Things going good. You get into your senior year, and then that's when it was July fourth, ninety eight, actually. And I was in free agent camp. I was trying to go pl- uh, play pro ball, and it was going pretty good. The whole summer was going great. You know, made got some great, great contacts. But uh, I was on my way home on I twenty, mm-hmm. and. I was just with my teammate, Samri German, and I was just rode past the AUC exit because uh, I lived off of Doncaster, and no, Danforth. And a drunk driver got on the interstate the wrong way and hit me head on. And I mean, everything, and, and you know, even in the midst of something like that, because you don't expect something or someone to be coming down a one-way street. Right. And so I tried to look in my rearview mirror to see if I can get over. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I brought my eyes back in front of me, that's when everything went black. Wow. That's when everything went black. And that's when I had no relationship with God. Can't front about that. But I just knew he was there with me, mm-hmm. you know, because from that from that stint, they told me I passed away twice. Serious? You know, you know, they told me I passed. Actually, when I woke up, when I saw a guy to my left and he said, I don't think he's going to make it. And something on the inside of me snapped something wow. because just like when I was in that free agent camp and the guy from Atlanta Hawks said I couldn't play night in and night out against six nine six ten power forwards mm-hmm. luckily there was some there right. 
Wow. And then once I did with away with them, it was time for the next group. So it's something that's on the inside of you, that champion that's on the inside yes. of you that need to be activated. Yes. And sometimes difficult circumstances and situations yes. will allow that thing to rise up. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, too short in the ninth grade, got cut from the basketball team. It was just a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And now it was the time. Now it was the time to make my stand in life. Mm-hmm. Although I didn't know that every bone in my face was broken. Although I didn't know the engine came in and crushed my legs. Although I didn't know, you know, my arms were severely fractured and I couldn't move. Only thing I was able to move is what I'm moving right now in my mouth. Serious. Bottom line. And so it was just certain things. It's, it's situations and circumstances that happen to you in life, but it's, a, it's designed for not you not to wallow in it, but to go through it. You know, you'll go through with somebody else's breakthrough. Hello. And that's just plain and simple. Mm-hmm. And you don't got me started. So I don't know what type of questions you're going to ask, but it's going to be Bring what it. it's going to be. Come on. Because when God does a thing on the inside of you, you mm-hmm. can't take no credit. Absolutely. You know, I wasn't saved then. You know, I wasn't. But I always wore Philippians 4.13. Uh, I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Wow. I saw that uh, Evander Holyfield used to wear that on his trunks. Uh-huh. And when I was in the Navy, you know, everybody, you read the Bible in you in the service or in jail. You know, by the, <laughs> so I picked that up and I, and I felt it. Now... It was time for me to live that. Can he really do all things in my life? Mm-hmm. Can he really do it? Look at these situations and circumstances. I passed away twice. You know, my car is a wreck. You know, I lost every opportunity to play professional basketball. Can he really do all things? Mm-hmm. And at this very moment, when they told me I wasn't going to walk again, when they told me I wasn't going to drive again, you know, it looks like that was true. But it was a lie. Hello? Who reported you going to believe? That is a liar. He is. Ain't and no so truth in it. I think I drove up here. I walked into this elevator and I walked in this room. So sure that's did. already a testimony Hello. by itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to go back to you You saying that you, you were not safe. So was it Mm-mm. that that you, that you, that was it that you just didn't believe or you just weren't interested? Mm-mm. I just didn't know. Gotcha. No, I just didn't know. You don't. I didn't grow up in the church. Mm-hmm. You know, I I'm, didn't grow up in Sunday school. What is that? Didn't know. Wow. But I knew that there was more than life than what I was living. Yeah. And so April 1st, 2001 is when I received my salvation Look because I just knew. I said, it got to be more to this. All these things that's happening. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad at anyone. Right. I wasn't mad at the situation. I wasn't mad at God. I knew he was real. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's not about religion. It's, it's about relationship. relationship. Yes. And I did. I had a relationship with everybody else but him. Look at that. And so when I was introduced to him now, mm-hmm. now all mm-hmm. those things, all those pieces to the puzzle, they start coming together. Amen. Mm. Look at God. That's him. Man, listen. So you 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 establish your relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. You're in the midst of being banished up. You're in the hospital, talking to doctors, all of this and that. Where was your mindset at that point? Like, wh- like, like, were you were you at a place of why? Did you ask why? Yeah. Were you at a place of, okay, either I give in and throw in a towel, or you know what? I'm going to fight this and do what I need to do. All of the above. All of the above. All of the, you asked the question why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, I'm talking to God like I knew him, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Lord, why this had to happen to me? I never drank. I never smoked. You know, fighting and fornicating was my thing. You know, I'll fight <laughs> you <laughs> in, a, in a hot second. And so you have to be real like that. Yeah. And, 
And it was like, why does this have to happen to me when there's other people that's worse than me, you know, with my life? And it had to happen. Right. And I remember asking him one last time, I said, why did this happen? And I heard a voice. I can't say it was the Holy Spirit because I didn't know who that was. Mm -hmm. It just said, the voice just said, I know you can handle it. Mm. I had no clue about that. And so all these things, you know, being depressed for the first time, low self-esteem for the first time, you know, every bone in my face broken, leg amputated, body all bandaged up. Who is going to want somebody like me? God does. Yes. You know, so yes. he had to, I just had to be broke down to be built back up. Hello. And that's what he did. Bottom line. So I'm not, people, people play a very small part of my life mm -hmm. because I know how to deal with them effectively. Mm -hmm. It's not about dealing with them. It's about dealing with God, let God deal with you to show you how to impact their lives. Yes. And if this is a way, if all this stuff that happened to me is a way, let's do it again. Wow. Bottom line. I don't, I don't, I'm Amen. not missing out. You can't miss out on something you never had. Amen. But that. I'm looking forward to those things that he's already prepared. Amen. Man, I'm so encouraged. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I, I really wanted you to explain everything because, you know, you, you put a little bit in the bio, but only you could tell this yeah. story. And, and to see how positive you are. Your mm -hmm. posts are so positive on social media. And it's like, how did he truly get to that mindset was my question. Yeah, the reason, the, how I got there is that I didn't want to lie. Mm. I didn't want to become a liar because I've, I never realized how much I was always encouraging people. I, wasn't, right. I didn't realize how much many times I've told somebody to suck it up. It can't be that bad. <laughs> and now... The shoe was on the other foot. Mm -hmm. Actually, I, that may not be a good analogy since I don't have any feet, but nevertheless, <laughs> okay, <take. laughs> it is what it is. Okay. But now it was my turn. Mm -hmm. And when it's your turn, mm -hmm. all those things you said before, you better be able to back it up. Gotcha. And so because I didn't have a relationship with God, but I've always been a strong man mm -hmm. and I didn't want to become a liar. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to. Did I have thoughts about doing something to myself? Yes. It was the lowest point in my life. Mm -hmm. Everything that I worked hard for was gone. Yeah. But something now I can say now I know it was him kept me because he says, I know the plans that I have for you, plans of good and not plans to give you a future Bring and a hope. It. So Bring if it. those things got that close to me, yes. he allowed strength, grace, and his power to be with me, even when I didn't know it, Amen. to get me through it. Amen. And that's what it is. Amen. So I had, I was, yes, I had all those thoughts. Mm -hmm. I would be lying if I didn't say, if I said I didn't, mm -hmm. but he already knew this thing was going to happen. Amen. And yes. so that's my consolation on everything. Anything that comes my way, Anything that get close to me, he's he already know. Amen. And so since he already know, that means I have a way to get up out of this yes. thing and with the right attitude. Yes. Because that's important. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All about that mindset. You know what? All about it. The one thing that, that I try to um, keep in mind, you know, when you're faced with adversity is that um, it, it, it's, it's all about your response. Mm-hmm is what's going to bring you out. And I've, I've had this talk with uh, a friend of mine over and over and over again. We've talked a lot about it, but it is, it's all about how you respond mm -hmm. to what happens to you. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, even, even with, you know, whether it's, you know, losing a job that you love or, you know, having a breakup or mm -hmm. going through a divorce or, you know, situation you faced, um, and even dealing with, you know, death of a loved one mm -hmm. is really all about your response It is about how you carry on. And I always try to focus on the promises of God. And it just warmed my heart when you brought up Jeremiah 29, 11, mm -hmm. because he meant that when he said, I, I 
know what I got for you. Yes. I know what I've planned for you. I have plans to prosper you. That's it. To give you a hope and an expected end. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like I'm going to give you hell. Mm-mm. He say that. No. That's not what he promised. Mm-hmm. He said, fear not, for I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Yes. So those are the things that, that I just want our listeners and our watchers today to truly remember and understand that God is always with you. Mm-hmm. He's, he's living, breathing always with you i often think back to um christ when it was time for almost time for him to get arrested Mm -hmm. and how he was praying in the garden of gethsemane praying praying and sweating blood Mm -hmm. not sweat with water sweating blood Mm -hmm. because you know your fate and at the end of the day you said i've got to go through with this period to save mankind Mm -hmm. What kind of love is that? It's an it's an unexplainable, selfless type of love. Yes. Because I don't know if I would do that for you. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Right. Who can deny that? Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm putting my life on the line to save your life." Yes. Because if he had not, I really don't think mankind would have existed. Because God is not a liar, Mm-mm. and in order for Him not to destroy the world, He had to bring. He had to come. Mm-hmm. Come down. I'm coming down as my son. I, I got to save my people. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I keep in mind is when Jesus said it is finished on that cross. Everything. That covered everything. everything. So what is struggle? Exactly. What is low self-esteem? What is that? What is that? You know, if your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit, fear and faith can't coexist in the same body. Amen. And see, and this is what it is. When he says uh, in uh, Hebrews 11, 1, now faith is the substance of things hopeful, but the evidence of things not seen. Come on. He's saying that faith doesn't deny your reality right. faith doesn't deny the things that has happened to you faith does not deny those things that have caused you some type of trauma or drama mm-hmm. faith defies it yes it doesn't deny but it defies it that's yes. why he says faith is the substance of things hoped for mm-hmm. not seen because if you could see things in your natural realm you'll get yourself in some trouble oh yeah because that's part of your senses mm-hmm. so if i wake up every morning and i don't rely on faith and i just now rely on my natural sight right how in the world can i get up and walk on these prosthetic legs how in the world can i get up and face things that's going to put fear in my heart right. so fear and faith can't coexist in the same body mm-hmm. bottom line so i don't walk by faith i walk by i, I don't walk by sight i walk by faith Amen. because there's no such thing as fear i'm not afraid of anything or anyone in any situation circumstances because as you just said it's finished it's finished if it's finished that means i should be starting on the winner's block not yes. it not not at start i start <laughs> off winning you're in a fixed fight it's a fixed fight Fixed fight. And, and then it's like taking an open book test the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, it's an open book test. Anything you want is in it. That's right. Just turn the page, open it up. That's right. You know, bottom line, it's a fix. How can you lose? God is infinity and O. Mm-hmm. How can you lose? He's infinity and O. Exactly. You know, it's not saying that you're not going to be pinched. Exactly. But that pinch is going to go away. It is. You know, and you got to understand who he is and what he placed on the inside of you. Many times people don't understand the champion Mm -hmm. that's on the inside of them. Mm -hmm. So when they told me I'll never walk again, when they told me I'll never drive again, when they told me I passed away twice, when they told me that, man, listen, your life, there's nowhere in the world when you get your other leg amputated, 96% of bilateral amputees won't be able to walk again. I told them I'm in that 4%. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I know what God put on the Hello? inside of me. Come I'm on. in that 4%. And I, I'm going to go see him, not to prove anything Come to on. him, but God needs to be glorified yes. through me. Yes. 
And yes. that's why these things has happened. I'm glad they happened. Wouldn't change it any other way. Yes. Where would I be? Where would you be? For your glory, God. You're getting me started. For your You're glory, me. God. For your glory. That's it. So I um I wanna I wanna go back to a, to another part, and mm-hmm. I and I thought about this last night because I literally could not sleep. <laughs> I I couldn't. I could not sleep. It it was awful. But um I thought about this. So take me to that point when they told you that we would have to amputate. That was just, my mouth was wide shut at the time. Well, I woke up and it was amputated. Already? Yeah. When okay. I woke up, my teammate, Samri German, he was over my bed and my mouth was wide shut. And I knew because of the pain that I was in, I, and I remember them having to cut me out the car. Okay. And when they tried to pick me up, they couldn't because the engine had smashed my legs and that's the only time I ever felt pain because I hollered out. So they sat me down and the, uh, the uh, fire department came, they put through the towel, they cut me out with the jaws of life. And I remember waking up and I couldn't talk and I just grabbed my two fingers and I asked him about my legs and he just held up like that. You know, yeah. and he told me that my leg was amputated and I just gave him a thumbs up. And okay. I can't say it, I don't remember a challenge in time. Anything mm-hmm. physical I was able to handle because I'm an athlete. Yes, sir. You know, but it was just, it was different now. It mm-hmm. was a different type of challenge. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know God, but he knew me. Mm. I didn't, I didn't Say know that. him, but he knew me. Say and he that. had to, he made sure that though he, I had the right people came around, you know, the, the, you know, it was people praying for me. You know, it was, he just made sure the right people was around me to help keep me motivated. Yes. You know, at that particular point in time, now that she was on the other foot. Yes. So, and that's important when you're going through things, mm-hmm. you got to make sure the right people are around. Yes, your circle. You need that. Oh, yes. You need to have the right people around. Yes. Because my elder just said, he said, God will speak to you in a time of adversity. Mm-hmm. He will give you a word in a time of adversity. Yes. And all those different words that came to me helped help me, help me to remind myself that, okay, I got this. You know, and then God did the rest. Man. So how was it when you when you first went into the church? How was that? Oh man, I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> How was that for you, man? I bust up in that church. Um, uh, <laughs> Apostle Charlene Glover, I love her, my spiritual mother, one of my spiritual mothers. Uh-huh. And um, I met her daughter, uh, Shakobi, at Target. Okay. And I would always speak to her. I would always, but I couldn't. When I get got around her, I couldn't use no type of profanity because I was a cursor. <laughs> and because I was still recovering, I had my cane and I had a cam walker on my left leg because mm-hmm. it was trying to heal. And I was, she was like, "You must thank your boys to man." I said, "Nah." And she was like, uh, are you saved? Now, I could talk my way out of anything. Uh-huh. But she asked me a question that I couldn't answer. And I was like, well, uh, uh, man, and I said, man, what is that? What is being saved? Uh-huh. And she said, have you ever accepted Jesus Christ as your uh, Lord and Savior? Uh-huh. I said, no. And so she invited me to my church. Her wow. church, she said, well, it's not a traditional church. You know, my mom, she's a female pastor. I care less. I don't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. You know, and... April 1st was when I walked in there and I, I, I had my suit on. I had a little black beanie and I just opened the door and she looked up. She was like, Ooh. And I said, I come to go to church. Amen. <laughs> I Amen. said it just like that. And it was just, I couldn't describe the feeling because I always said, Lord, if you ever call me mm-hmm. and I'll stop whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. and I'll come, I'll come worship you. Mm. I had no clue what I was saying, but wow. I just knew that's what I meant. Yeah. And 
because me and Derek was DJing at the time. Uh-huh. We was just doing stuff on the weekend okay. uh, just to get kids off the street in Dawson. Okay. And when I walked in there and I was like, this lady, and towards the latter part of the service, I said, this lady about to say something to me. Oh. And she and she made that uh, announcement. Has anybody, does anybody want to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? And I went up there, my big old self, and before you knew it, I was crying and snotting. Wow. You know, I never, it was just, I said, how can someone so big and so strong just break down like that? Mm. That's only the power of God. Only the power it'll, of God. It'll make you feel like you're a weakling, but continue to build you up at the same time. Yes. So April 1st, 2001 was my rebirth day. Get out of here. No, it, April Fool's on the enemy because he thought he had it. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he had it, sister. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Uh, and I know that uh, you like I I mentioned earlier you come from a large family. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you with your family mm-hmm. witnessing you come through such adversity. I'm sure that that restored you know their faith. How how was that for them? It was it was good, and and I believe it still is. But it came a point in time where I had to get them together, and I talked to them, and I told them that I was lying. Mm. And mm-hmm. I said, I need to talk to you all. I'm not as strong as you guys think I am. Yeah. I said, I, I feel very weak. I don't know what's going on right now in my life. Yeah. And for them, it was, um, they never seen that. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of, if someone never seen you at a weak state, it's trying to, it's kind of hard for them yes. to try to be there. But it was more of me getting it off my chest than anything else. Mm-hmm. Because I had to let somebody know. Because men, we had this thing called I'm goodism. I'm good. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. If you was good, you wouldn't be in the situation. If you was great, you would be in a better situation. And if you were to be at your best, now you dealing with the situation that used to deal with you. Huh. You know, so that good thing, that yeah. goodism, I yeah. just made up a word. I'm a corner that. Don't nobody good-ism. say that but me. Got it. I'm gonna write it down, but I got it. That's no. your word. Goodism. <laughs> goodism. Goodism. And um, and so <laughs> it was just you have to share those challenging moments with your family. Yeah. Even they may not understand, but you just have to get it out. Yeah. You know, but my family was in there from the beginning to the end. Oh, yeah. You know, Very from the beginning to the family. end. My Aunt Deborah, my sister Joan, my mm-hmm. brothers, my sisters, you know, my other brothers and sisters mm-hmm. that I have. You know, it's just, it's, my family's amazing. Yes. You nothing know, like We family. don't always get along, but my family's amazing. Wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. Amen to that. <laughs> Love y'all. Shout out to the Austin family. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I do uh, understand that, that trajectory of, having a strong family mm-hmm. unit, it makes a difference. Um, but as being a man of God mm-hmm. and being a motivator, and I want to, I want you to talk about your, your entrance into becoming a motivational speaker. But, um, I want to ask you this. Do you ever get tired? Tired of what? Do you ever, do you ever get to a place <laughs> where you like, um, everybody relies on you to be the strongest. I'm built that way. Yeah. Paul said it. I become all things to. No, no, no. He said that. Um, I'm. I'm here to encourage others, and it's God that encourages me. Amen. I'm not. It, it was. What is being tired? Right. You know. No. Can't stop. Won't stop. Right. You know. Bottom line. It's no such thing as right. being tired when you have a call on your life. Amen to that. There's no such thing. It's no days off. Amen. When to there's that. people out there huh. needing somebody uh-huh. to show them or just to give them a little push. Yes. 
how in the world can I be tied to yes. that? All these people are walking around here. It's I'm just I'm just not here just to be on this on this uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. There's something else. When I go into the hotel, there might be somebody that I need to talk Amen. to. When I go to somebody, get some place to eat. So I'm always on. I'm never off. Amen. Amen I'm to all, that. And, and I have in I don't. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Nah, I nah. asked that, and I asked that. Ask that. I was asked the same question one mm-hmm. time. It's like, do you ever get tired of, you know, when it's time to pray and everybody look at you in the room? Mm-hmm. It's like, it comes with the territory. Yeah. It just does. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you can't be tired. You suck it you're up. Always tired. Nope. <laughs> yep. And if you are tired, you can't say you're tired. You just mm-hmm. better suck it up and do it because at the end of the day, God trusted you. Mm-hmm with the appointment mm-hmm. and the set time to do You're what needs to be done. Yes, You're on assignment. assignment, always on mm-hmm. assignment. So, yeah, I just want to, you know, just to ask you that. But uh, let's talk to me about um, Austin Talks. It's something God gave me. Um, I was, I was, because actually everything started back in Dawson. Ah, you know, Miss Lily, uh-huh. she was school counselor. And I don't know what I was doing at the school one day. She said, do you want to come speak to some kids? I said, what am I going to tell them? I said, I don't know nothing about talking to no kids. You know, I just know how to talk. And when I got in there, it just felt natural. Wow. You know, I always, even in college, when we had to do impromptu speeches Mm -hmm. and all that stuff, I would kill it. You know, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that was my secondary gift. It's like people think my gift is is speaking. No, Mm -hmm. my my gift A, 1A, is listening Mm -hmm. and gift one B is being able to articulate what you're listening to and be effective and they work simultaneously together. Uh And so when Austin talks came around, I was like, Lord, this is something that you have called me to do period. You know, it doesn't matter what, because I was very immature at the, at the beginning. Mm -hmm. If I can't talk about God, I don't need it. I'm not going. Oh wow. Very immature. You know, cause I was like Paul, I was Uh like, I'm going to, and then he was saying, you have to have a balance. Mm -hmm. Paul said, Mm -hmm. I become all things to all men to save one. And that goes without compromising myself. Amen. And so I'm blessed to have a spiritual father, Pastor Scott T. Sanders at Raymond International Ministries and co-pastor Cynthia Renee Sanders because I see they're such a blessing Mm -hmm. because they have such a balance. And what they prepare us to do is to go out there and win. Raymond International Ministries is home of the winners. And I'm a winner. And if I get in contact with somebody, they're going to become a winner too. Hello? And that's what Austin Talks is. I was saying last couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I don't want to be the, uh, the the number one motivational speaker in the world. I don't want to be the best motivational speaker in the world. I want to be the most impactful. Amen. I want to leave a lasting impression that God can get the glory out continuously. Because once you leave an impression for somebody like, mm-hmm. else, in life, they're mm-hmm. going to share that with someone. Amen. And that's my goal, to leave that lasting impression and be the sonic boom of motivational speaking. Amen. And that's what it is. Not a boom that 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 destroys, but a boom that builds up. A boom that gives you that jolt in the right direction. That's what it is. That's who I am. Austin talks. You know, in the midst of every obstacle, there's an opportunity. That's just what I see. That's what I see. That's what I I believe. That's who I am. And that's just the way it's gonna be. Yeah. You know, it's just it just won't stop. I refuse to allow it to stop. Until God gets all that he needs out of me, Mm -hmm. it cannot stop. Mm -hmm. Period. My goal, uh, uh, Spoon, is always if I just reach one, mm-hmm. then I've done my job. Mm-hmm. Just one. That's it. That's it. Because you never one. know who that one is going to introduce to the multitude. Exactly. Exactly. See, you got to, and people, there's nothing wrong with having a great mindset, but look at that one. Look at that one that right. you, that's going to introduce somebody else. Right. Mm. Amen.
So with uh with with Austin Talks, mm-hmm. um, have you um just had the opportunity before the pandemic? Were you traveling? Yes. I, I had a good gig with the uh, Department of Corrections. I was going to speak to over 270 law enforcement wow. uh, personnel, wow. and that's what I was going to. I was going to birth my um, my coaching calls after that, the Austin Talks coaching calls. Okay, because everybody needs somebody to talk to, right? Or just simply listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody, some, listening is more, sometimes more effective than talking, mm-hmm. and so it's just be, it's nothing stops because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. All it does is like, okay, now I have to find an effective way to be virtual and have the same impact. Okay. You know, so on my ride up here, I was like, what can I bring to the table in a virtual manner that'll still be as impactful if I was as I was there? Mm-hmm. You know, because I got a couple of things that I'm working on now okay. with a school in Atlanta. I gotta do something for Black History Month. Awesome. And then over at Albany Tech on the twenty fourth. Uh-huh. So can't stop. Nothing stops, man. Can't stop, won't stop. If you made it through 2020, uh, 2021, now, if you made it through 2020, uh-huh. now 2021, you're supposed to be doing something different. That's right. You made it. That's right. You know, bottom line. Mm-hmm. So you got to look at those things. And so the way that I see it, I look at the totality of it, what it is and then what it can be. Amen. And you just move, keep moving. Amen. So what do you have coming down the pike now? I know we've had some conversations about a book. How is that coming? Man, that mm-hmm. book is serious. It's it's so serious that my my notes are still in my mind. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I have to find a way to reel myself in. Yeah. You know, I have to find a way because it's different. You know, I never wrote a book before. You know, I started on, you know, I have like three different ones, but the main one, it's just I have to just sit and just ask Holy Spirit, guide me. Yes. You know all the chapters already. You know the content that's supposed to be in the chapters. Mm-hmm. You know the examples. Amen. You know the things that's going to impact people People within this book. Show me how to write this book. Amen. You know, bottom line, because I don't want to depend on my own natural abilities. I can do that. Yes. But I want it to be something as stated to impact people's lives and to leave a lasting impression. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, uh, I want you to right now share your information, social media. How can uh, our listeners and our watchers here on Facebook, how can they reach you? All social media pa- platforms, Austin Talks. If you put in my name, Vincent Austin, you'll see my link. And, you know, just a cool dude, you know, spiritually <laughs> cool dude. And uh, uh, Austin Talks on uh, LinkedIn, Austin Talks on uh, YouTube, as well as Instagram. All right. So uh, now with the with your upcoming book, have you thought about titles yet? Or yeah, we um, still I'm playing around with a couple of things. Okay. You know I know definitely it's going to be you know uh, learning how to deal with challenges in life and becoming a champion. Yes. You know because that's it's you, everybody's going to have them. Yes. You know there's something mm-hmm. you can't get away or get around, mm-hmm. and you have to deal with it effectively so it won't deal with you. I am so looking forward to your book. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it just filled my heart when you shared a couple of things with me from it. But I'm like, this story has to be told. Yes. It has to be told. And it's going to change some lives. I, so. I truly believe it. You are a walking testimony, Vincent. And I'm just so grateful to God that you're here to tell it all. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to I'm God grateful. for that. Yes, man. Can't do yes. anything without him. Yes. So... Um, I'm uh, looking at the screen. I'm watching to see who's all here, and uh, a lot of people from home. <laughs> <laughs> 
way to represent Terra County. A lot of people from home. So I am grateful to you all. I'm always, always, always. I'm never stra- afraid to talk about where I'm from. People get it confused with Dalton. No, mm-hmm. Dawson. D a w s o n. Period. Georgia. They got that right. <laughs> home of the Terra County High School Green Waves. You better learn about it. But uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much uh, for joining. Um, anybody want to say anything to Vincent while uh, we're here live? I I see a lot of y'all. My brother, my brother tried to join in. I was like, brother, Mm-mm. brother, no brother. I, I can't put you on video. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> he gonna get me for that later. <laughs> Oh, wow. So a lot of individuals, they, they receive your testimony. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rosie Austin is live. That's She's my here. mama. Hey, mama. <laughs> How are you? Thank you so much. Your son is just a blessing to the world, and I'm so grateful to have him today. Thank you for joining Spiritual Fortitude today. Uh, my sister in Christ, Wanda, she's taking your word, Vincent. She wrote goodism. Uh-uh, you can't do that. <laughs> hold tight, hold tight. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so, hey, Kay. Kay is from Houston, Texas, and she said, uh, what is some of the feedback that you get about the change in you from people from your past? It's, it's amazing because uh, I used to be kind of rough. And tumble, and uh, <laughs> it's that's when the worst feedback you can get. Yeah, when somebody all has been knowing you for years, uh-huh. the very first worst feedback is like, "Man, you you, you haven't changed a bit." Mm. You know, it sounds like it's something good, mm-hmm. but that's the worst type of commentary somebody can give you. Yeah. So when people see that change, and they shouldn't, it, it's not about what you say they should see. Mm-hmm. It's about the results you're now producing. Amen. That's the real change. Amen. Because anything can come out your mouth, but results don't lie. It does not. Mm-mm. That it doesn't. You can talk and talk and That's talk, it. but when you walk that walk, does it match? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I pay attention to that a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, and it's so important, especially in your walk, because individuals are watching you that you don't know are yes. watching you, mm-hmm. and and you know, and even with myself, I the things that I do and how I carry myself, I don't do it. For the view side of others, mm-hmm. I can only live my life the way that I've been commanded to live it. Yes. Um, and one thing I'm going to do is be free. Mm-hmm. I'm not you. You're not me. Mm-hmm. My walk is not your walk. We have two different walks of life. But what you do and who you are and how you do it, mm-hmm. you are uniquely made. That's it. You know, so you may not cross your T's and dot your eyes all the time. Mm-hmm. You're unique that way. You don't have to pray saying thus and thou. I don't. Mm-mm. I talk to God just like I'm talking to you right now, Vincent. That's, that's that's all. I tell people that all the time. Just talk. Mm-hmm. It, it's no kind of language you got to use. Just talk. <laughs> uh, somebody asked me one time, can I question him? I said, well, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. You can ask God why. Yeah. And he'll tell you. Mm-hmm. But you can't question question him i don't know how to explain that part yet but you can't it's 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 a difference mm-hmm. it's a difference in in your approach mm-hmm. um in in talking with him because like i said earlier your life is not your own mm-hmm. you're brought here for a reason yeah 
your your job is to find out what their reason is mm-hmm. and live it out. Exactly. Empty. And, and that that and back to that question and uh it reminds me of a story I heard about George Washington Carver. Okay. Who's a devout man of God. And mm-hmm. he used to always walk and that's how he used to spend his time communing yeah. with God. And he was saying, Lord, why did you create the universe? Mm. And the Lord was like, Nah, George, that's kinda expansive. Mm. You know, I can't give you that. You mm-hmm. know, just you know, ask me another question when you're ready. So another day came. And he was like, okay, Lord, why did you create the world? And he was like, well, George, you know, that's still a little bit out of your league. Yeah. You know, and so he's just walking one day, walking one day, and he ended up in a peanut field. Mm. And he said, Lord, why did you create the peanut? And then the Lord, as we, we all know, that George Washington Carver had more inventions of the peanut than anybody else. Yes, indeed. So that means you got to be very strategic yes. in asking God the right question at the right time to get the right results yes. that nobody can't get with you. Yes. Bottom line. Absolutely. Because there's a pla- he has a place for you. Uh-huh. In his cosmic plan, like my pastor said, he created your plan. Right. And although there might be other motivational speakers, other people with podcasts, uh-huh. they're not going to be able to do what you do. Absolutely. Period. Absolutely. So asking him the right question at the right time with reverence you fear mm-hmm. and respect mm-hmm. you're going to get the right answer amen you just got to sit still long enough to hear it. amen amen mm-hmm. what is one thing that you want to leave uh as far as a word right now with our listeners god is real amen god is real i know we've been going through a lot of things with this things with this pandemic mm-hmm. all these uh so-called political leaders Take your mind off of that and keep your mind on what God has purpose and plan for you. God is real. Yes, things are going to happen. Yes, things is not always going to go your way. If it was, you wouldn't need God. But God is real. And if you don't know him, get a chance to know him. Try God and let me know how that work out for you. Amen. Period. (laughs) What you know about that? That wasn't a dunk. That was a shot. Uh, (laughs) I can't with you. with you but ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in uh next week not next week my mind is blank uh february 27th i'll be back with the second episode of spiritual fortitude where my guest will be denisha chanel and we'll be talking about her book single saved and celibate colon closed legs do get fed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Close legs do get fed. So uh, <laughs> that title in itself uh, just sells the book. But uh, I hope that you'll come and join us. And we'll just ask her a couple of questions uh, about uh, how did she come up with that title, first of all. I'm interested in that. Yeah. But uh, but also just what brought her to it and, and just talk a little bit more about who she is. Um, she's a fellow author that I met in one of the anthologies I was in. So um, please join us at 3.30 on February 27th back here on the Spiritual Fortitude web, I mean, uh, Facebook page. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, Please, please, please don't hesitate. Email me at dr. That's doctor d r a t kennel k i n n e l at spiritualfortitude.org. You can also reach me on my website at aktheauthor.net, and I can also be found on Twitter, Instagram, and of course Facebook. Um, the one thing that I don't want to do without leaving is. Uh, just to uh, close out with a prayer. 
So if you'll allow me to do that, and uh, I'll see you next week. No, in two weeks. In two <laughs> weeks. I don't know why I keep saying next week. But in two weeks. So uh, if you will just join me right now. Father God, thank you so much for yet another day. Thank you for the gift of opening up both our eyes in order for us to witness what you've done. No day is ever the same, and we're grateful for that. Thank you so much for bringing Vincent Austin through what you brought him through, but that was all in your plan. Why it meant to be evil to his life, you turned it all for his good. And for that, we say thank you. Thank you so much for getting him safely here uh, to interview with me. I'm so grateful for uh, this podcast, Lord. Spiritual fortitude was your idea, and I am just a vessel. So have your way with it for as long as you please. Father God, I lift up all of our listeners um, and our viewers today, Lord. I thank you for each and every person. Um, I hope that something, something that's been said today touches their lives and their hearts so that they may move forward in their relationship with you. Because we do know, again, it's not about religion. That's man-made. It's all about relationship with you and what you would have us to do in order to make this world go around. You told us to walk in love, and that's the commandment that we all must follow. Father God, I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every person that can hear my voice, and I give you glory, honor, and thanks, and I praise your name. Amen. Amen. Take care, guys. Much love to you. I'm out.